Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like, Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. It's a solo monkey today. No Dusty. No Rusty. It's Merang and Swag. Swag, how you doing, buddy? I'm still here. <laughs> That's how I'm doing. <laughs> You're here for a little while, at least. We'll, 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 we'll reach into the pen, pull out the lefty here in a little bit. Uh, Jordan Schultz will join us shortly, so Swag isn't here forever. What time do you normally get here in the morning? Uh, you usually hear just a hair before 5 o'clock. My goodness. I'm not even thinking about getting So, yeah, alarm goes off at 4.30. Mm-mm-mm. Brush the teeth, put on clothes. Hopefully, they match or look like they go together. I ah, who who? I mean, that, that's that, that's like the bonus of working in radio. Like that's transferring from TV to radio. That's been like the saving grace. Is number one. I mean, I look terrible on on TV. I I look great on radio. Oh yeah, I look great on radio. Yeah, my voice is my best feature by far. <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, Plus, uh, it's a little raspy after a pilot's game last night. Yeah, so. you get, listen, man, I'm, I'm already working on the uh, the throat cro- th- the throat coat lozenges. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I mean, I was out. I highly recommend a hot toddy. So. And listen, I, I might have to, to lean that way. I do have some, some teas going here. I have a great toddy recipe that includes tea. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, let's take a look at that because... Uh, I, I was it three weeks ago. I was out for basically the week with COVID, and while I'm cleared and negative and all that kind of stuff, I, I'm still fighting like my throat's ripped up. Oh, and that's it's, brutal. It is, and it's like I have to consistently like have something to drink, whether it's a bottle of water or, for me, it's the. Uh, you got some seltzer right there. Seltzer, there? yeah. There you I, go. I I drink the. Uh, the the polars or the bubblies or the lacroix La i used to La yeah. uh, i uh, i used to i used to hate those things with a fiery passion of a thousand suns yeah and then i just didn't i had re- i rediscovered fresca the other day well that's a good one zero calories really I don't know what how cancer causing sweetener yeah, is actually yeah, in there like, but what, what the uh, in there's there? no calories in them okay that's fair now, Fresca, that's a see. That's, that's I like one. grapefruit. So like squirt, which is mm. just about the sugar, most sugar. That and Mountain Dew have yes. like the most sugar. It's like in sixty them. grams of sugar. Exactly. In it's but, mostly water. Uh, but uh, no, uh, a nice uh, Fresca is delightful. Trying to think, Danny Noonan. Uh, I'm not 
anti-grapefruit, but I'm not pro-grapefruit. That's fine. Like, are you are you somebody who would like cut a grapefruit in half and just house one or? Uh, not no. But if I was at you know a continental breakfast or a brunch and there was grapefruit, is a little grapefruit I, slice you might go that way. I would certainly uh, put it on the plate. Okay, if there's orange slices and grapefruit slices, I would probably go grapefruit slices. Okay. Interesting. I do. I do like uh, the the road less traveled, the sour a little bit more okay. than the super sweet. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not calling you out. I'm sure somebody will. But I'm oh, not. I've been called. Out. I have the most <laughs> odd eclectic palate. Like once a week, we will dirt and Sprague and I will just go to blows over some weird random. Which is perfect because Brandon and I fought over one last night. We, yeah. We we talked about the idea of um, mint being involved in food. And particularly mint ice cream, and his 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 assertion that outside of chocolate and vanilla, mint chocolate chip or mint ice cream is the most like consumed or bought ice cream in the world. And I just there's Ooh. just no way, there's no way, there's not that many people who are out there like you know what out of all the ice creams in the world outside of chocolate and vanilla, I'm gonna go with mint. Uh, well, mint chocolate chip. I, if you have generally, if you have mint chocolate chip, though. It won't get left. There will be people that will. Oh yeah, that's good. I don't. It, it's one of those ones. Oh, and I particularly like the the true ones that have, though, where the ice cream is white, not food dye colored green. See, you 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 push back on this. The whole idea is is it just a mentality thing with the green mint versus the white mint? Oh, sometimes I think it's refreshing. I think in the summertime that cool mint. Is I mean, obviously, ice cream is cold, so it'll cool you down. But I think the mint even is a bit more refreshing. And it depends on sometimes, too, if you're having it with something else, a, a baked a cake or pie or something like that, that could be rather rich. It'll cut through it a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'm going to throw a poll up. We're going to put this up. Okay. Where, where would we rank mint ice cream? Goat, mid, I'll eat it, or trash? Just because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this. This, but see, there's a lot of like, uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like berry ice cream. Well, I don't go anywhere near strawberries. Strawberries are in strawberry like everything? anything. Strawberry. I do not like strawberry. I don't like the flavor. It's like rank for some reason. You, you and Tom Brady, huh? Yeah, raspberries and blueberries all day what, long. What about a good old Oregon Marionberry? Uh, Marionberry's fine. Wow. I'm sensing a little bit of reservation there. Just fine. I, I they're fine. I don't seek them out. But okay. uh, what about the uh, the tropical fruits? Uh, I hate melons. Can't stand melons. All melons. All melons. There's a again. There's a okay. nasty, weird, rank quality to them <laughs> that I just. Uh, I think no. you're confusing rank with good. No. 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 <laughs> um, what about like? Melon derivative, like watermelon bubblicious. No, I do not like the watermelon flavor at all. Oh my god! I don't like cantaloupe. I don't like honeydew. Get it out of there. Okay. What? 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 what, what like mango, pineapple. Papaya. Uh, not a fan of pineapple. Way too sweet. Good. What? What? What do you like? Um, I love citrus. So lemon, lime, orange. Okay. I do like orange. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Citrus is fantastic. Okay. Um, apples. Okay. Um, yeah, raspberries, blueberries, blackberries. Delightful. 
So sharpness is a key here. Yeah. Um, yeah, soft fruit. I'm not a fan of peaches. I'm not a fan of plums. So mangoes are out. Um, I can do mango if it's in something. My goodness. So, like, Jamba Juice is definitely not your jam. Uh, no, they had a, uh, there was a blueberry, blueberry, blueberry lime, <laughs> something other that was, like, the one I could go in there and get. I, I made them take the uh, strawberries out and put raspberries in. But Oh, my God. Um, and the worst is a banana. Don't get me anywhere. I can't stand anything. So, you, you, rede- you like the secondary breakfast fruit in the grapefruit, but the primary breakfast fruit, a.k.a. the banana. No. There is nothing redeeming about a banana whatsoever. I can't stand the flavor. I can't stand the texture. I can't stand the aroma. Get it away. Did you have a bad experience with like a green banana when you were kids? No. Is that where this came from? No. What about ba- nasty banana bread? Nope. Like banana in a in a smoothie? No. no. I hate the aroma and the smell too. It makes me gag. You weren't kidding. No. You, like you have a your palate is it's way out there. My goodness, I had people saying to asking me last night if there's anything out there that that I like. Because I'm very anti-breakfast carbs, like I'm not a I'm not a waffle guy, I'm not a pancake guy. The only one that gets me is uh, French toast. I love French toast. It's even for me. I'm just, I'm but not... I booze the hell out of it. I put Grand Marnier in the egg wash. Oh, okay. I will uh, drizzle amaretto into the homemade whipped cream. Okay, you're you're candied uh, yeah. pecans. Okay, so no, no, that, you, you got me there. You you got me yes, yes, and then a hard no. I don't not having nuts with my breakfast, man. Mm. <sighs> okay, now I now I understand why Dirt and Sprager are the way they are. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot here to unpack on the the food tier uh, of, of. And swag. I will not touch anything that has one drop of mayonnaise in it. It will go back if you list something on a menu and it has mayonnaise and it's not on the menu that there's mayonnaise in it. It is going back. What about potato salad? Nope. Not in, not even if it's made with like. Uh, not mayonnaise, but um, Miracle Whip. Mir- uh, no, yeah. there's no difference. Those oh, okay. are both nasty. Get them out of here. Really? Yep. So fat, fat-based products, bread smears. Not a fan. Uh, well, I put, I would put uh, cream cheese. Is I put on sandwiches. Okay, now, now I'm my eyes are 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 wondering what what the hell. <laughs> like, what sandwiches are we talking about? Like, like exclusively like a turkey and cream cheese? Because I can I can go with that. Oh, I put anything. You want to, you know, get a fl- good flavored cream cheese on there. Get a pe- like a pesto cream cheese to go with like turkey, roasted red peppers, arugula, okay. make a panini. Okay, see, now we're talking because arugula, arugula we can go with. Arugula is fantastic. It is. Okay, so, see, now we're, we're finding arugula, the, the common spinach. ground. Arugula, spinach, yeah. Okay, okay, because I, I have, this is another one of those food takes that people hate is I do not, I do not do lettuce. Like uh, outside of a salad, if it's a, if it's a sandwich, if there is a sandwich or anything that you would normally yeah. associate with lettuce, no. If it's outside a salad, like but on a salad, I will smash a Caesar salad. Love it, totally fine. Yeah, Cobb salad, love it, fine. I don't mind. I don't mind some lettuce. Like it adds in there. Like I like a big you know romaine, so you got some crunch to it. Works. Arugula is great because it's got that sharp peppery. Yes, bite to it. You like the sharpness of yeah. basically everything that yep. you eat. When like my coffee, I have just straight black. So your tongue is just angry at all times. <laughs> straight black coffee, anything that's yep. sharp. Like iced nothing. tea, unsweetened. Don't give me any of that sweet tea crap. You're kidding me. No. 
Really? Yeah, I could love a good like a sun black, sun tea, black tea, black oh, iced tea. Man. Yeah, that's a level of bitterness that you usually don't reach until you're like 85 years old. Oh, I am from an early age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a lot to explore with Swag's Palette, but we also have a lot to talk about. Uh, yesterday, Dusty and I hit on basically everything that was college football. Uh, but coming up, we have all of the NFL to come up on, uh, including who's the biggest threat in the AFC after the Bengals take down the Chiefs yet again. This is Danny Murray here on 1080 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down. Down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Back again on today, the fan Danny, no Dusty swag filling in at least for a little while longer until we uh, he's he's got to he's got to hit his pitch count here before we let him get out of here. Uh, just, just eating innings today. Just eating innings just tonight. Eating Listen, innings. man, we need we need you out there. Uh, it's, I tell you what, it kind of looked like the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes were just uh, eating innings up against the uh, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. That's three straight for the Bungles. No kidding. And uh, yeah, you just. You know, it was funny. We left uh, we left the Bengals for dead after the first few weeks of the season, saying, "Ah, they got injuries. The O line is still not any good. Burrow's fighting the apodectomy. Yeah, he's a little slow coming back. And defense then... is a little messy. And now here are the Bengals at eight and four. You know, excuse me, eight four and one. Eight, or, four. Oh no, sorry, eight and four. They didn't pick up one of the ties. Four and one at home. Um, a game behind the Chiefs." Yeah, that was that was fun on Sunday. Listen, uh, as somebody who does not have a dog in that fight whatsoever, any way, shape, or form, I do in a sense as a Raiders fan. I hate I hate the Chiefs, so I love. Here's just, here's my I understand problem. old AFC West grudges. It is, and here's the problem: I love Mahomes. I love watching the guy. He's he's a lot of fun, but Burrow's starting to have his own uh, encyclopedia there too. Yes, and here's the thing: um, here's the thing about being a Raiders fan. You have to have a secondary team in the NFL over the last 20 years because they've been so bad. 
and I, I, I float around with guys that I like. You know, for for one era, it's this team. For another era, it's this team. I can tell you right now, it's never been a Tom Brady team. Tell you that, 100%. <laughs> but I loved Burrow at LSU. It's hard not to, unless you're an SEC fan of another school, it was hard to hate that LSU team. Yep. You had so many weapons, the most dominant offense of all time. And there was just something about him. Maybe it was the cigar in the smoking room after the, the title game. Like there was a level of swag that you just you it was you couldn't resist. And I, I feel like he's gotta have like one of the highest approval ratings in the NFL. I would think so. Like who who And he's who doing it Joe near Burrow? his hometown. Boy, if he can if he ever can get him a Super Bowl win there He'll in, never buy another drink in that in that state. In the again. state. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is, this this Bengals team is finding ways to win. I mean, a lot of it has to do with Burrow getting fully healthy, 25-31-286. I mean, he was a machine. But what's been crazy about this is they've done so much without Jamar Chase over yeah. the last couple weeks. Yeah, you got Boyd and Higgins, and mm-hmm. other than Boyd dropping a sure touchdown pass. Uh, but those guys are coming up. The big question is, and what they did against the Chiefs, they didn't have Joe Mixon. No, Samaji Pirine was. Oh, by the way, yeah, this guy ran all over the place at Oakland. Dear, did we forget he was a monster at Oklahoma? Mm -hmm. Could not be stopped. So yeah, that's that's nice to have in in the back. And then the third running back catching a touchdown pass was it Chris Evans? Uh, I believe he caught a touchdown pass at the end of that game. Yes, yes, it was the inside the red zone. Yes. A little, little, little yeah. eight or nine yard dinker. Um, well, they just keep coming up with guys, and uh, yeah, but, and and you know, Zach Taylor was funny. Everybody was uncertain about Zach Taylor. He was one of those guys that just because he, you know, they started out slow, and all of a sudden they were, he was in the hot seat. Sean McVay sneeze on him one time. He was deemed a head coach, and he was young. <laughs> we did the same thing with Nick Sirianni. Mm-hmm. You know. Had to fight through the not the smoothest of right? introductory press conferences, and you know they talk about first impressions. But yeah, these guys have gone out there and given their teams formulas to figure out how to win games, even though uh, they don't have all their pieces there. So the offensive line is still an issue. They can't afford any really more significant issues. Uh, no, and, and Burrow only got sacked once. And that was amazing. Joe Burrow's got if he if Joe Burrow gets sacked once a game. He's got to be thrilled. Yeah. Like, he, that man went through hell and back for the last two years, just getting absolutely throttled back there. I mean, the, the only other guy who got beat up like this was Derek Carr in his first two years in the league. So if he's only getting sacked once a game, I bet you he'd tell you, keep it under two and a half and I'm good with the the level of Yeah, and mostly if he can see it coming. You just don't want to take know, those blindside yeah. hits. And that's the thing or is coming he, low. If he can see it, and he's like, "All right, I got to eat it here." Eat it There's here and go down. To you know, it's, that's kind of the nature of the beast because he's been hit so much early in his career, yeah. and he's already obviously had a devastating leg injury. He's had the appendectomy. Uh, I mean, he's he's been through enough. I think in his early career. Where, yeah, the AFC is getting interesting all of a sudden. And that's why I was going to go next with this. You you take a look at the standings in the AFC right now. As good as the AFC is, nobody's running away with it. No. The Bills are at 9-3, and three, but then you get the Chiefs, Ravens, and Bengals, and Dolphins all at 8-4. and four. 
Well, I think the Dolphins got exposed a little bit by San Francisco. And granted, not everybody has a defense like the 49ers to be able to expose them. Yes. And that was that. And that's but kind of, now you have a blueprint on video to figure out how they did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now do you have the personnel to execute it on a that's true. week in, week out basis. And you got different questions for different teams. For mm-hmm. Cincinnati, they will need Joe Mixon back, back in the mix yes. if they want to go on a deep playoff run. Uh, for the Bills, is Von Miller going to be healthy at some point? Can they get everybody back on defense so mm-hmm. you don't have to put all the onus on Josh Allen and the Bills? And is his arm no longer falling off? I think it might actually have to fall off before <laughs> I worry about him being able to, you know. Because, I mean, it was clear for two weeks that he was having real tough yeah. issues. Yep. And now it looks like whatever it was, whatever the stinger is, where or they found a spot to give him a shot that doesn't bother his hand. Whatever, whatever it is, is it gone? And then the fun part is, is so those top three teams all, you know, when you get to home playoffs, the Dolphins most likely now are going to have to go to some bad cold weather place. Buffalo and in, in Buffalo, January. Cincinnati, and Kansas City, all of which are so <laughs> balmy come January, and all of them open top. Oh yeah. I mean, they're going to try and take advantage of that. And that's where I, I look at this right now. Of those those three teams, the, the Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, because I, I don't trust Baltimore at all. I don't trust Baltimore, and we don't trust Tennessee. No. Uh, so Cincinnati, Kansas City, Buffalo, I think are your three biggest threats to, to make a Super Bowl run. There's, there's always a team that will inevitably sneak in here and, and be disruptive as hell. But to me... The Bengals are the team in this trio that is the most complete. They have the quarterback that Mixon, if he's healthy, they have the running back. If their offensive line is healthy, they're good there. Defensive line's all traditionally been good. They can generate a pass rush. Their defense in general, I think, is better overall than either the Chiefs or the Bills. I think the Bills, when they're healthy, I think have when the more Bills dudes. at full health, yes. If you get Vaughn Miller back. Is Micah Hyde's done for the He's season? He's done for the season with the Wizards of the neck. So, yeah, but yeah. Poyer's been playing out of his mind. Absolutely. Matt Milano is up for defensive MVP, mm-hmm. at least in the AFC. Nobody's going to outdo Micah Parsons unless he gets hurt for the Cowboys. And but, even then. Um, so, yeah. Oh, Portugal scold again. Yeah, no, the, this this game is getting absolutely <laughs> insane right now. It's 5-1 Portugal against the Swiss. Uh, this is kind of what you, you hope for in these rounds, is that any of the uh, the inhibitors are pulled off. And you just kind of let everybody go nuts, and this is the opposite: is you get Spain and Morocco going up, I know, 120 minutes and going to penalties, but then you get the uh, absolute insanity of the penalties. But on on the NFL side of things, again, I, I look at where things sit right now, and I don't, I don't know if I trust the team more than Cincinnati, and that's uh, now I, I have to warn you: I did pick the Bengals to go to the uh-huh. Super Bowl. I think so, I picked Buffalo. I'll have to go back and. We we did our picks yeah. too at the start of the season. I might have had Buffalo. I picked Cincinnati, San Francisco. Although I think I probably pick. I think for some stupid reason I picked Green Bay. But listen, I I'm not I'm not going to push back against that because you can only you you can't historically you can't not trust Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and it, you it's know, an implosion. It it is. It's so it's so bad. It's a train wreck that you have yeah. to get away. from. So I'm trying to figure out the the only team in the AFC that as they get all healthy. And if they can get healthy in the right spots, the one team that you give like a puncher's chance mm-hmm. to 
if they just quit being themselves as the Chargers. I was just going to say, you're going to say the Chargers, aren't you? And that's the thing is, but that's 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 the Chargers in a nutshell. I know. They, they have to charge her it up. They, they can't not charge her it up. That's the thing. You, you've got Herbert out there who I'm, I'm nearly certain continuing to play NFL games is not conducive for healing broken rib cartilage. He's looked a lot better the last two weeks. He's looked fantastic. I, I don't know how he played through that and didn't. Did he miss one week or did he play straight I, if through I remember, it? I think he did miss one, if I remember right. I can't remember. I know if he did, it was no more than one. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not healing. He's clearly getting shots every he's, week. He's such a warrior. I mean, he's a tough dude, man. But, I mean, they find a way. Austin Eckler, who never fumbles, yeah, I know. is fumbling. Mike Williams can't get on the field. Keenan Allen is the greatest wide receiver that ever could have been. You know, it's he his hamstring apparently is is falling off. It's you know, and so you look at these teams and which ones you trust. As good as Buffalo's been, as good as Kansas City has been, I get here and I'm like, we're back to the Bengals. How are we? How are we back to Cincinnati? And listen, I, I'm going to go with Bill Belichick on this one. We're on to Cincinnati. And ultimately, God, I feel like the Super Bowl is going to end up running through them anyways. Which we'll see. I, if you would have told me that with the way the season had started, there's just no bleepity bleeping way that I would have thought that this team would have rounded into the form uh, the way that they are. All right, coming up next, we've got uh, what may have been the greatest college duo ever that never was. But first, here's Swag with uh, Update. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Danny here, no Dusty. It's a Dusty-less Tuesday here. But, hey, we're not swagless. We've got swag behind the glass because not only are we Dusty-less, we're Rusty-less. I'll tell you what, this is a duo. This is a new duo. (laughs) We've gone through the rotating chairs of uh, different solo... uh, Production partners in my short time here so far. I've got here in what, July? So I've been here for yes. July, August, September, October, November. God, has it almost been almost six months already? I know. How the hell did that happen? Probably feels like two years. No, you know what? I, I, oh, it's flown by? You know what's crazy? It, it has flown by. And I, uh, Sprague and I talked about this the other night. I genuinely love this. And I will, and I, I've heard all the horror stories from so many guys, and, you know, because I've been around this industry for a long time. From you know, getting tired of this, getting tired of that. I'm a I'm I'm a psycho fan. I I am never going to get tired of this. I know I tell the sales guys, listen, I I know guys get tired of selling this or doing that or going to this event. I'm if if I'm doing this, I'm I'm 50 years old. I'm gonna be just as excited about going up to ALNA for March Madness the 20th time as I am the first time. I'm never gonna get tired of this, and it's such a it's such a cool thing. Like I, I'm gonna sound like, like the obnoxious guy. I I made a lot more money than I make right now doing other stuff, working as a business analyst. But I told my wife the other day, I have everything in life that I could ever want, that I could ever want. And you like, there's nothing. I, I now that I've got it, I don't know what the hell I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, you, you accomplish some goals, and I'm like, all right, well, let's find out what's what's what's, what's up with the <laughs> chapter two. Um, we could have had what was one of the most insane, maybe the most ridiculous chapter ones of all time. Uh, last night on Manning Cast, 
uh, with uh, Eli and Peyton Manning side by side uh, along the Saints and Bucks game. Uh, the goat himself, Randy Moss, joined the duo and explained that there may have been an opportunity for a Peyton Manning, Randy Moss uh, duo in college at Tennessee, uh, but why it wasn't yet to be. I want to ask, obviously, you had a great uh, collegiate career at Marshall, but when you were coming out of high school, you went on a visit to Tennessee, and Peyton (laughs) was your host. Why did you not go to Tennessee? I assume it's because he took you out to dinner, and you saw him eat, and you were so disgusted, you said, I can't be around this for four years. But what was the real reason you didn't go to Tennessee and, and follow Peyton? You know, what was, what was crazy was that the my initial visit to Tennessee wasn't as crazy because my first visit was Notre Dame. It was a great throw right there. Um, but it was my, my first visit to Notre Dame was special because that's where my heart was. So when I went to Tennessee, all I heard was Peyton Manning's in Virginia uh, at a family member's house. He's trying to drive back here just to recruit you. And I was like, well... If he's driving here just to recruit me, why isn't he here right now to get me? So it was kind of like Peyton being laid. Uh, he wasn't mm. punctual. So that was the reason I didn't become a volunteer. Peyton was late. Wow. Wow. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I was seeing my girlfriend, now wife, at Virginia. I got up at 3 in the morning, drove all the way back. I said, Randy, we're going to throw it every play here. You know, three years, you'll be coming out to the NFL. He was not hearing it. He was headed for Notre Dame. Uh, I gave him my best pitch, though. My best pitch. Absolutely insane. That's that. Off the top of your head, is there a more ridiculous Heisman class than that? Than that class? Charles Woodson, Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf, Randy Moss. Not. Uh, no, not not much comes to mind. I mean, you, you might have to go way back in the way back machine, you, but that's the most in, in my lifetime. That's the most obscene Heisman class of all time. It's not particularly close. And not even because of, like, three other guys are Hall of Famers. Yeah. But their college careers. Their college. Charles Woodson was a defensive back. (laughs) Yep. The Randy Moss story is one of the most insane. Could you imagine Randy Moss in the transfer portal? (laughs) portal People went nuts about Jordan Addison. Yeah, I know. Jordan Addison's a Blitnikoff Award winner. Fantastic. Randy Moss with NILs in the transfer portal. Primetime with NILs in the transfer portal. Randy Moss scored 54 touchdowns. Yep. At Marshall. At Marshall. What do you think he would have done at Tennessee with Peyton Manning? My God. Well, now the theory would be that you... I mean, Marshall was. Were they in the Big East at the time, or what were they in? Or were they still? Uh, were they one double A? No, no, they were. They were uh, FBS. Okay, but I think they were Big East. I think they were in the Big East. Listen, SEC or not, Randy Moss. Because in the SEC, a- you would have faced NFL caliber cornerbacks sure. on a regular basis. But so, the flip side of that is, what did Randy Moss do to NFL cornerbacks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that. Okay, so we saw what Burrow and Chase did. Yes. In college. Tremendous. Peyton Manning and Randy Moss in college would have been 
can you can you think of a I, I know that that it's a you're talking about a top 10 quarterback of all time and maybe the greatest wide receiver of all time and for all you Jerry Rice guys listen toss a coin I don't care <laughs> I, I just don't but and I, doing a lot of heavy lifting but is there in your mind could there have been a better duo in college football history than those two oh well, I think you go back, you wonder, because Megatron played at Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. if he would have had, because he was already a physical specimen. Randy was still, he hadn't, he was a stick. He, he was a now bucket. Now he could, he could jump out of the, off the field, yeah. but he, he had to be careful going across the middle mm-hmm. when you could still clothesline people and there was no targeting. <laughs> So Megatron was a full-grown man at Georgia Tech. And he was doing it on a team that was still running the option. So, yeah. You you wonder, though, had Megatron played at Living. one of those USC squads? Oh, God. You you put him, listen, outside of Carson And I'm Palmer, sure I'm getting my eras completely mixed no, up. No, no he's, he's, he's right there. He would have been able to play in, because uh, Megatron was oh, 07 or 08. Something like because that. Because the Ra- I remember the Raiders had the opportunity to, pat- to t- draft him. But they, if he would have been at USC well. with Pete Carroll and one of those teams, whoever was his damn quarterback, that could have been fun. Because the I was trying to think, it, his Georgia Tech years were 04-05-06. Would, so, yes. would he have overlapped Reggie Bush? Yes, because Reggie was 05. So could you imagine him with Reggie Bush and who's ever was was a Leinart who was playing quarterback Leinart, or yeah. Sanchez or yeah. whoever it would have been Leinart, yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine as, that. Yeah, but even then, like as good as those USC teams were, and they were phenomenal. There's no doubt in my mind. Peyton Manning and and, and Ryan Leaf, those two years, were otherworldly, otherworldly quarterbacks in college. We haven't seen quarterbacks like that. That they were just so far and above. Andrew looks the closest thing I think we had, and Leaf obviously dovetailed into a disaster. But when you're talking about what quarterbacks did in college, that's just as, as insane as it gets. And I just, I feel like we were robbed. Randy Moss and Peyton Manning together in college would have been <laughs> just the most obscene thing we'd ever seen. Uh, we'll have some more obscene things to talk about uh, as we pivot along uh, as it pertains to a worst day on the web. Brett Favre back in the news again. Uh, uh, somebody needs to sue somebody or arrest somebody <laughs> and put it in a courtroom so we can just get to the bottom of this and move on. Uh, but first, we will have to circle around to uh, could perhaps two Oregon schools go, go transfer quarterback shopping and which of those quarterbacks make the most sense to step in for said schools? This is Danny Murray here on Danny and Dusty. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, you could always go shopping, and that is uh, continuing to be true in NCAA as more and more and more quarterbacks are jumping into the transfer portal. Uh, and locally, Oregon State's chance no one has entered the transfer portal. 
Looks like uh, signals are uh, flashing in the sky that Oregon State is going to be diving headfirst uh, into that transfer transfer portal market. And I think, in all seriousness, they were a quarterback away from perhaps representing the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 title. Yeah, if you had some dynamic quarterback play, Mm -hmm. maybe they'll get a second chance at JT Daniels, who's uh, back in. Exactly where I was going to go with this. you got JT Daniels, you've got Keaton Slovis, you've got Hudson Card, you've got DJ Uyungle. Uh, Sanders from uh, Oklahoma State? Yeah, Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State. You've got uh, uh, the kid from uh, Western Kentucky. There are so, so, so many players, so many quarterbacks in this transfer. I got the Notre Dame quarterback. Drew Pine, Pine. is in there. And listen, um, USC spanked Notre Dame, but I thought Pine is limited as he is. I thought he was okay. I look at Pine and I see many Jonathan Smith. Like yeah, if you go yes. back and and you remember, and I watched it all mm-hmm. as it happened. Uh, he he's got that body size and the arm and quick throws and all of that sort of thing. And, um, you know, obviously Sanders comes and he's brings a whole wealth of skills himself. Pine's not much of a dual threat. I think as much as some of the other guys in there, DJ Uyunglele, uh, could be interesting. I just don't know if he's made for Corvallis. That's the thing is, I mean, the flip side of this, he's, been at Clemson. Yeah. It's not exactly, you know, college football's uh, you know, epicenter. It, is yeah, it, but the the show that is Howard's Rock on a game night. Hundred thousand, yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. It's a little, I mean, I know brand new research is gonna be ready to roll, but you got new research and you get you you've got a lot of the same colorways. I don't know if the turnover chainsaw is quite the same. No, not not, not look, feeling that. I love my beeves, don't okay. get me wrong, but if you're looking at the uh, platter that is the transfer portal, who makes the most sense for Oregon State? It's so tough to tell because I think part of it, part of it will be who truly wants to be there, mm-hmm. and and so and I think Jonathan Smith is as sensitive and aware of that intangible factor as anybody else because if anybody understands it it's him he understands it um so and we'll see i know they're they're losing some key parts on defense but not all of them so if you got a quarterback who is looking to go somewhere where he doesn't have to do it all by himself but be the missing ingredient and they embrace sort of that and say, I, I I don't have I don't put everything on my shoulders. I just have to run the offense, and we got everybody around us to be able to then do what needs to get done to score enough points for this defense. I think that's the most important. And until Jonathan goes out and talks to him, now obviously they were close with JT Daniels. He came out to Oregon State, and so that might be a little quicker discussion. Than, they know the list of demands than with some of the other guys. And, and that's the thing is, I wonder if Oregon State, what they learned from that transfer portal. And yeah. we, we talked about this yesterday, the whole idea of free agency in, in college football. That's Because that's what this is. It is free agency. So if you got somebody, again, that's interested in, in the talk is around NIL deals and this, that, and the other thing, I think Jonathan Smith is quickly like, I, I'm not 
no, I don't have time for this. I, I wonder though if, if he. I mean, it's not like they don't have anything. That's but if that if that's the first question out yeah. of the kid's mouth, that that's got to be a pass. You're you're probably right because the NIL there is not the same as the NIL. In no, Southern it's not that there's not opportunities, and you saw what happened with the jackhammer and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And you can be a little cult hero and find some opportunities and do some things. And you know they're continuing to develop those sorts of things. I mean, you but can, this is, it's not a blue look. Blood you program. can major yeah. in beer at Oregon State for you crying can. out loud. So it's don't tell even, me it's not even a made up a made up major no, like they do in North Carolina. No, you can literally major in beer. Yeah. So don't tell me there's not uh, there's not nil opportunities there. The interesting thing here will be you look at we we, we chronicled all of the quarterback changes or not necessarily changes, but the, the quarterback stability that the Pac-12 is coming into next year and, with. Yeah, so you've got you got a four star coming in, but he's really young, mm-hmm. and you would love to feel confident to bridge that gap. Bridge that gap. Maybe he's on as the third quarterback mm-hmm. there for emergency, you know, breaking break glass in case of emergency. Yep. And whoever's going to come in is still going to have to compete with Gold Branson mm-hmm. to earn the job. Which now you would hope that if you're bringing out. somebody in the transfer, <laughs> they have a skill package yeah. that would allow them to, you know, best him by then. But it's not like Gold Branson's just a statue out there. No, he's got an arm and, you know, he, he's got some opportunities. And but, he knows the offense. So he's going to have that leg up. But even then, you would imagine that the guy that they bring in, or hope that the guy that they bring in so, is talented enough to figure this out. What's going to be interesting is, is from what I've been told, it's, it's a coin toss for Bo Nix to return. And if Nix doesn't return... Was he going pro? We'll see. I, I, for him, like if if I was in his shoes, unless I feel like I'm ready to just throw my hat in the ring and start a professional career because I'm 23, 24 already. CBS had him slotted as a late second round pick. That's different money. If it, I mean, if he's going there, that's what, listen. If he's going third he's, round or above, he's going to get an opportunity. Go, go. leave. Do not. Yeah. Do not come back. Yeah. But in my point of this is, you know, they hire Will Stein. Will Stein coached Hudson Card in high school. Yep. Does that end up being a package deal, much like Dillingham and Knicks? I don't necessarily know that that's a total package it, deal. I'm because... saying, does it end up being one? Because if you want some familiarity, if you want to kind of build off that again, if Knicks does leave, if they don't know if Dante Moore is going to be ready year one, year two, does card make a little bit more sense for them? And what does that do kind of for the QB market for Oregon and Oregon State? The Knicks' decision, one way or the other, is going to shift that transfer portal and kind of where ultimately they end up sitting. Speaking of quarterbacks, 49ers get the win, but they lose their quarterback. Where do they go from here as they look to wrap uh, their their stranglehold around the NFC West. This is Danny Murray here on Danny and Dusty on 10 the Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.